let's put a line through the biggest stories of the week with the Mowers Week in Review. It is the Week in Review. There's been a lot to review. And, of course, we will start, Joe, with football here. The Socceroos have qualified for the last 16 of the World Cup. A little bit off topic here, and I'm going to say it. Would this be, is this one of the biggest games for an Australian sporting team ever? And if they can win this game, they're not winning the World Cup, but they're beating Argentina in the in the round of 16. Would this be one of the greatest wins in Australian sporting team history? That is a loaded question for 9.42 on a Saturday morning. Um, you found a coffee? Yeah, only one. Um it would be it would be huge if you think about obviously the the context of the tournament not so much obviously mm-hmm. you know there are still eight more teams yeah. when you get to the next round but in terms of the fact that you know football is not the um, the main sport in Australia mm-hmm. if you think about the fact that they're playing against Argentina you'd be ending uh, Leo Messi's World Cup career yep. so in terms of folklore it would go down in South America as as absolutely ginormous as well. I think you can kind of, there are lots of different elements to it that would potentially at least, at least certainly put it in the conversation. Yep. Well, I think it would be right up there. Uh, it'd be right up there. And uh, Matthew Leckie goal against Denmark uh, means Australia play Argentina tomorrow at 6am. You can hear it all, you hear it here on SEN. Get out to the live sites. Make sure you're listening to SEN here. What it's been for me after the first, Look, we started the tournament off in great fashion. We're 1-0 up against France mm. after seven minutes and then uh, leaked four goals then after that. But the defence for me has been something over the last two games, two clean sheets. I think that's the first time they've done that in a long time as well. And that's something that I think you can really – it's been an essence of Australian teams. I think we're it's an Australian spirit. You like to defend your home and, and look after yourself. And they've been able to do that in the last two games. And it's going to be tested – uh, tomorrow morning against Argentina. But the def- if the defence holds up, if they can, I think that's the, the, the puncher's chance that you that the, the Australians have in this game is if they can keep Argentina to potentially nil, mm. get one and or take it to what we all love, penalty shootout. Can they win it? They can. It, the, here's, my, here's mine. And, and gamble responsibly if you want to go out there and, and gamble at all. Gamble responsibly. If Australia are going to win, it's going to be – Something nil. It'll be one nil, two mm-hmm. nil. Uh, I think if, if they can hold their defence, if they can somehow keep Argentina scoreless, another clean sheet, yep. it gives them a chance. It gives them a chance to maybe get that another Matthew Lecky, that, that goal late in the game, or if they can get it early, even great. I think their best chance is nil for the majority of the game and then sneak one late. Because I think if you, if you go up one nil against Argentina, they're just going to let go. Uh, and it could be sort of what the the France game where it was one nil early. Look how oh, France wake up and, yeah, and go and, and the floodgates open the other way. But mm-hmm. they can do it. Hopefully everyone gets behind them. And if they do, we've already we've looked ahead here at the Saturday morning mowers. We get <laughs> Netherlands or or the USA in a in another. Look, there's there's worse teams that you could be playing in the uh, in the next round. Definitely, you'd probably look at that and sort of you've just beaten Argentina. You'd fancy your chances, wouldn't you? Oh. You would. You would. What, what did you think about some of the press conferences I heard one of the players last night say it's not an honour to play against Messi? It's not an honour. Seriously? 
It's, it's, he's just one. Of, he's just a player, and he's just out Who there. Who said that? Yeah, don't poke the bear, eh? No. Why? <laughs> what? Well, if you're the media manager there and you're sitting there listening to that press conference, what sort of look on your face as you're saying, oh, I don't know, it's not a great honour to play against him. Oh, your head is in your hands, isn't it? It's like damage control. Yeah, not good. But 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, you'll hear it here on SEN Australia. Let's do it. I'm on the bandwagon. Adam would be so happy. It's good that it's good that he's checked in on the show. The great man. You can follow him on his social media for Code Sports. He is he is loving life, isn't he? He is loving life. Yeah. It'd be good if he gave us a shout out though. <laughs> we'll have to get into Come it. Come on, Peacock. Don't just I know Code Sports are playing for the eighty dollar beers and whatever, but come on, <laughs> give us a little bit of a shout out here. In cricket, uh a little recap there. The first test started over in Perth. Crowds, uh, How have they been? Poor. It, it, poor and sometimes new is not better. I think the the love affair and the attachment for the Perth cricketing crowd to the Wacker might be something there. Because when you see mm. the Big Bash and the, and the Scorchers over there when they were at the Wacker and a lot of the old test matches when at the Wacker, it was, it was packed. Optus Stadium is just across the river. It's Some of us could maybe hit four iron across and, and get it there. <laughs> some of us not. But, uh, hey. How is the golf going? It's good, thank you. It's good? Yep. I was at Moore Park a couple of weeks ago. How'd you go? Fine, fine tuning. Fine tuning. Fine tuning. Yeah, fine good. Anything, tuning. anything apart from my six iron, though, let's not talk about it. Oh, really? Is that the, that's my, the nemesis? Absolutely. My, no, it's my go-to. Oh, the go-to? Yeah. Oh, the six iron's a go-to. Yeah. Beautiful. Anyway. Yeah, so I think, yeah, crowds... I think the thing that's upset, not upset people that thrown people off is we had the is the disjointedness of what cricket used to be. You used to have a little bit of domestic one days, then mm. a little bit of Sheffield Shield, and then you had tests, and then you had one days, and then you were gone. And then you sort of knew where everything fit. I well, think- the, the problem uh, at the moment, it feels like we're, we're exhausted before yeah. the summer sort of even started. So I was kind of hoping that... Now it uh, officially has started and that we're into the test matches that it would pick up a little bit and it still might. There's obviously plenty of time, yeah. but it felt like after the World Cup and then they had the um, the series and, and all that kind of thing, people were just like, why why are they playing right now? What is going on here? Yeah. yeah we're not sure why sometimes they're playing. Some of these <laughs> games are just for content, mm-hmm. and which is... I think if you just throw out the the content game, and I think we saw that with the the crowd of just over ten thousand at the MCG for the ODI against England. If you just throw out a game, they're not playing for anything. Mm. The old try series, I used to love that. Even when you'd get, if it was let's say for instance Australia, West Indies, and South Africa, West Indies and South Africa, they'd play uh, their their games in the try series as well. But I think what sort of happened is Australia would always make the finals there. And I think there was the, oh, oh what if they don't make the finals? What's it going to look like? But it's going to look like what it looked like last week anyway with 10,000 at the MCG. Yeah. And, and also, does it, is there some part of you, and I'm not sure whether it's a subconscious thing or not, but you look at the, the crowds at, during the World Cup, sort of, you know, your, your Indias and Pakistans mm. and things where there are 100,000 people yeah. watching. And then does it just feel like it, it falls a bit flat when it isn't that big and you've got yeah. that expectation that it should be? Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I think sometimes we want everything to be at the, at the pinnacle and we're like, oh, what if it doesn't look like that? But I think there's a medium that it needs to be. There mm. needs to be support for our national team. But over there in the first test, uh, Australia are in commanding position, 200 for Labuschagne, 200 for Smith, uh, and Dave Warner is at the crease. This will be... 
this morning over in Perth, but uh, with uh, Manus Labashain. And they'll be looking to, you know, set a reasonable target. It's always the the one, how many do you need? Uh, how long do we need to bowl them out? But uh, the with the bowler as the uh, the captain, he'll make sure he gives his bowling attack plenty of overs there. In golf, Joe, interested on your thoughts here. In the golf, but in, in Australian sport in January, Cam Smith, he won the Australian PGA uh Last weekend, his home tournament back up there in Brisbane. How good is it when these international superstars come back and play? Oh, it's amazing. It's a it's a massive draw card. Um, he he has spoken about playing um, in Victoria at the moment. He says he's really out of sorts. Mm-hmm. And then you look at some of the vision. I think he went pretty hard <laughs> after his after his win last week. And There's I'm a like, good reason why he's well, out of sorts. Um, hey Cam, I can maybe relate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not rocket science. Um, but no, it is. It, of course, it's exciting. You want to see the best players play. Question for you: Live golf because I haven't actually yes. spoken to you about this. Are you on the bandwagon? Uh, I am not. Okay. I'm not. I, I don't. I I understand the thought and the why, but the how has not been right. It just hasn't been done the right way. Okay. It's it's been a a, a we've got. I was going to say something else then. <laughs> I'm lucky I stopped myself. But it's a how big a we competition. You know, we're going to do this. Or we've got all the cash. We're going to – this is the way that – there was no um, collaboration. Okay. I, I think that um, a, a, world, a, a worldwide sport that is golf there – and, yep, I, I think there it, it has um, brought to light some of the things on both the PGA and the DP World Tour that aren't quite – Mm-hmm. equitable for players and, and, and caddies and staff and whatever, but there, there there could have and should have been a better way around it. So my follow-up question, will you go to Adelaide in April simply out of curiosity? Because I feel like the haters will be there anyway. Yeah, the haters will be there anyway. You're not going to not go there and protest because it's live golf. Yeah. Uh, if you if you want to go and see the best golfers in the world and, and what, is, what live golf has been able to do is spread the tournaments around. Um, and, and make sure the best golfers. If, you, if you're a fan of golf, and uh, whether you think it's right, wrong, or, or indifferent, you'll go to you'll go to Adelaide and play. And if you actually go to the actual uh, game, the, the course there, you won't have the annoying live golf graphics that they have. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that. that's a, that is a, that is an absolute uh, that Very is a plus. True. If you want to watch the live golf, yeah, it, it's probably better to go and watch it than try and find it on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> I can't wait. I've already rented Mum's house out in Adelaide. Good about that. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Epic, just five days of partying and watching the best golf players. And I'm like, hello, win-win. Can't be better. Mm-mm.